Take a good look at Sir Peter Jackson. He's this really a story. Is that is that coming through? No, you're gonna have to get like right up on it. Oh really? I don't know how cameras work. What's that look like? Good. How's that? Peter Jackson. Um, he is quite a guy. Uh, kind of looks like a hobbit there in this picture. Um, he has done a great amount of things. He's from Wellington, New Zealand. You ever been to New Zealand? No, but I would go. I would definitely go as well. And you know what day he was born on? October 31st, 1961. Do they celebrate Halloween in New Zealand? Uh, that was a great question, and I'm going to say yes, because I think it's probably a pretty universal holiday. You, like, all around the world, you think everybody celebrates, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you think about the It's an ancient holiday. Hmm. Druids. Okay. Druids were all about didn't it celebrating come, didn't Halloween. Didn't Halloween come from, like, El... No, El Dio de los Muertos is something. That's something else, right? That, I, I that's don't know. Not connected. The Day of the Dead. Yeah, Day of the Dead. Is are are they are they yeah, connected is, at all? No. Is all Hallow's Eve no. is not Halloween. Connected? Yeah. Actually, here's a actually an article. All, Saint, all Saints Day is November first. Yeah. All Hallow's Eve is October thirty first. Yes. But I think that's mostly like Catholic, right? Like. I don't know. We're Saints we're, guys, we're, we're tiptoeing yeah, we're, into some okay. deep water yeah, here. Okay, okay. okay. So uh, back to yeah, yeah, back to this. Peter Jackson being born on Halloween. Um, I just got a report in that uh, Halloween was actually founded by Monsanto, and they'd like to tell you, uh, don't use Roundup ever again. Um, there we go. Uh, he uh, has a net worth of six hundred million dollars, allegedly. Think about that. It's not bad. Put, wrap your mind around that. Yeah. $600 million. If you have that much money, you can afford a few uh, mistakes, And he too. is uh, with a, uh, a partner named Fran Walsh. Uh, they've been together since 1987. Good for them. Great for them. Uh, she has won some awards. So there you go. Uh, she's two years old, and he is. Um, he has done a great deal of work. Let's talk about that first. Uh, his first directorial thing was called The Valley. Uh, very low, all low budget. The next thing is a thing called Bad Taste. Bad Taste are, is about these aliens that come to Earth. There's a picture of the yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, they come to Earth, uh, and they're basically trying to take over the Earth, and uh, they try to eat uh, eat the humans. Uh, next, Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles, folks, is basically like Peter Jackson's rendition of a adult-themed Muppets. That's literally what it is. There's a lot of music to it. Uh, there are these puppets, and they're a rank, and they used to do horrible things in this thing. And it's called Meet the Feebles. And uh, it's pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, there, there have been several movies, you know, like hey, adult puppet films since yeah, then. Yeah. yeah, and he's kind of... Uh, he, he started the genre. Well, Peter Jackson is... <laughs> here's the thing about Peter Jackson. <laughs> Peter Jackson, before uh, the major CGI stuff, he was really going to try to use a lot of puppeteering stuff and uh, small models. Like, like marionettes? Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, then, like, models of, of like... Uh, you know how on the original Star Wars, like, George Lucas yeah. used models for things right. he didn't use? Obviously, they didn't have CGI, really. right? Um, that's kind of Peter Jackson's take as well. Like, it's, let's make a set, and let's make it look really realistic. Or we can use smaller, miniature-sized models to make it look like something bigger, just by perspective. Um, there it is. Brain Dead's another one he did, Heavenly Creatures. Uh, really started to uh, get some notice when he did The Frighteners. You know who was starring in The Frighteners? Phil? I've never heard of it. Michael J. Fox. Wow. Uh, and uh, What year was that? Was that a young Michael 1996. J? 
Okay. This that's is post. Uh, yeah. But the Frighteners is really good. Like okay. it's really solid. And then he did a little no a little known franchise called The Lord of the Rings. I have heard of that. The Fellowship of the Rings. He made four dollars. He only made four dollars doing that. Um, that's a lot. And then he, he also uh, did uh, he followed that up with a little known movie called uh, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers, where we got to meet Sauron and Saruman. That was always confusing to me. When, Tol- when Tolkien twins separated at birth. No, when, Tol- when Tolkien wrote those characters, I always thought, why didn't he name them different? Sauron and Saruman. Why? That's it's. You got to know your stuff to remember that stuff. Well, I mean, you know, Jack and Jake. Sometimes yeah, exactly. It, sometimes it just happens. Right. One is evil and one's eviler. <laughs> but you didn't know Christopher Lee was as evil as he was until you. It was too late. Um. Uh, let's see what else. King Kong. Did you guys watch the 2005 King Kong with Jack Black? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it was good. Andy Serkis did a lot of motion capture stuff in it. So that w- was one- solid. Colin Hanks is in it. Adrian Brody. Remember Adrian Brody? Remember how big Adrian Brody was for about four weeks? <laughs> there was four weeks where Adrian Brody was the biggest actor in Hollywood, and they're like, "Oh, hey, that's Adrian Brody. Never mind." <laughs> King Kong was like the uh, flagship movie for HD DVD players. Dude, when, when I like remember they that. first came out with Blu-ray, and they did a promo for the Blu- Blu-ray. Yeah, and King Kong was like the because I guess Par- uh, what it was a Paramount, I think, was the one who yeah they were like you this know really tightly connected to it. And this is it. Yep. Uh, let's see directorial stuff. Crossing the line over the front, the Great War in the air. Which again, this is a documentary. District 9. Okay, so let us talk about District 9 real quick. District 9 is similar to this one where he was the producer. Well, he's the producer on District 9, was not the writer. He's more the writer on this one. So, District 9, do you guys ever watch it? Uh, no, yeah. my, my brother loves that movie. Yeah, I enjoyed I've it. I've seen it once, but yeah, yes. I, did, I did see it. Uh, yes, District 9. Uh, we didn't do that on the show, did we? Have we talked District 9 on the show? Did you not like it? I enjoyed it, but, but I'm saying I think someone brought District 9 on here. Oh. Man, I'm really screwing this up. Um, because I bet we've done that on the show. I gotta look back. Guess we've done. How, what episode is this? Let me look. One seventy eight. One seventy eight, folks. So you have to forgive me if I don't remember every single episode <laughs> that we've done. Because we'll do this with movies, and we did this a few weeks ago where we where we where we were where I was watching a movie we were doing. You and I were doing. It was no, it was last week because we were doing um, Grown Ups too, and I kept thinking, haven't I seen this? And I thought it was for the show, and then it turns out it wasn't. District Nine. Doesn't look like Maybe it. not. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. I was worried. Yeah, Lovely Bones. Yeah. Uh, he did the treatment on all that movie. He did the screenplay. He did uh, the directing and the producing on the Lovely Bones. Uh, Adventures of Tin Tin, The Secret of the Unicorn. He was the producer. Uh, West of Memphis is a another thing he did. Now, back to the Shire for The Hobbit and unexpected journey and it was unexpected because we didn't know you would do three films peter jackson (laughs) why did you have okay this book the hobbit like not as long as the lord of the rings books but yet he turned it into three friggin films that's crazy did you think that was necessary or unnecessary all right so this you ready for some hearsay yeah uh i fell asleep through all three lord of the rings movies wow I w- just did not take, wasn't my thing. I was bored to tears. Uh, so I did not check out any of the Hobbit stuff as well. I Just stuff like, um, with, to do with like magic and wizards yeah. and dwarves and warlocks. You don't do that? N- none of that stuff 
a sci-fi totally into love love sci-fi so it's not yeah. that i don't have an imagination but wizards it just never so i've not been in harry potter or anything you know yeah and uh I, I i did i tried i really tried and it just couldn't just didn't grip me how about that yeah i know i'm odd on that one no you're okay i actually gonna lead into a conversation when i get done uh, running down his uh, films there and not running him down but maybe a couple of them run him down um uh, and then Mortal Engines, and another one called They Shall Not Grow Old. That Okay, so that one, Tell They Shall it. Not Grow Old. Is a uh, World War One. film? Do, well, what they have done is, and it's it's super cool. I've, I've seen little bits of it, and I, I'm i glad that you were doing this because it's going to remind me to go watch it, and I'll probably watch it this week. I've heard nothing but praise for this film, and they took old World War One footage and just like painstakingly frame by frame redid it they had uh voice actors come in to replace like the voices on what the people were saying and so it's like watching world war one now weird yes that's and cool. I, I i've just heard that it's amazing that's cool yeah that's really cool well that uh it's good that he did that uh maybe as a palate cleanser for mortal engines which visually when we saw when you saw Mortal Engines, were you like, "This is visually good"? Yeah, and I think that that is the reason why the movie got made because uh, somebody read the, read the books and said, "Wow, this would be so cool!" You know, I, I you can see it in your mind's eye all these big machines, these big you know, uh, e- even just you know the size of the tire treads or tank treads wild. or whatever. That, yeah, that, that was wild. And, and just the kind of the scale of everything, and you're going what. Of course, this would make sense on a movie screen because yeah. watching these huge tanks and, of course, you know, Transformers and everything else now with these huge, you know, epic scale, you know, stuff going on. Hey, we, we can do this now. This this will work. This will be awesome. And honestly, the, the visuals were fine. I have no – some of the um, artistic decisions I, I kind of disagree with. Yes. But the visual effects themselves were very well done. Cool. Well – uh, and then you'll like this, Phil. He's doing, he's uh, being uh, credited as the director and producer on a project. It's currently untitled. It's called Let It Be. And it literally is oh, wow. something to do with a with the Beatles documentary called The Same Thing that came out in 1970. Cool. I'll watch that. So that'll be interesting. I don't know what that'll be, but it's in, it's in pre-production right now. So Speaking of the Beatles, uh, there's a movie out called... Yesterday, yeah, he, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. I liked it. Phil yes, and I, I talked about that. Like, yeah. I have never, I've not seen it, but we've talked. It's worth watching. Talking about it, yeah, I heard it's good. It's good. Um, let's talk about this. Okay, uh, Peter Jackson made uh, Buku Bucks. Made, let's just be honest. A lot, a lot of his money. I mean, probably the majority of his money off of Lord of the Rings. Okay, sure. The author of all those books is J.R.R. J.R.R. Tolkien. Okay. He's friends with. He was friends. They're, they're dead. He he's friends with and was friends with C.S. Lewis, right? In the uh, world of C.S. Lewis, the uh, all the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe stuff, all of the Lord of the Rings stuff, there is magic, right? Right. People, whenever Harry Potter, especially initially, back when Harry Potter kind of came out, and they're talking about the Wizarding World stuff and that sort of stuff. People kind of lost their minds a little bit, especially conservative folks. Sure. Would lose their minds sometimes on that magic. But yet, growing up, The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, Lion, the Witch, and Drove, all these things were really pushed as this is great. But there are wizards in that too. Did you ever find that? I, even as a believer, like was like, why are we losing our minds over this? Yeah, it's all, it's just, 
Right. It's, it's just fantasy. I mean, it's the same thing like you watch Star Wars and it's like believing in the Force. And yeah. in Star Wars, Lucas used a lot of religious parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah so it's yeah, like, yeah. what? So I can watch Star Wars, but not Harry Potter? I always found that weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always know. found that Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was no, just I'm me. With you. I'm with you. I always felt it's like. weird. This is a real stretch to, to be all upset about this. I'm not trying to tell you how to parent, but... No, you do whatever you want. I just I, don't understand but it. But I also was very... I was always very much like, so this is not... This magic is apparently not... Is it okay for me to pay attention to Harry Potter? No. I, you know what I'm saying? I just always mm-hmm. said, it's magic, so... I don't know. I gotta suspend my uh, belief. And it, Much it, like whenever... Well, Harry Potter I broke down Lion King a few weeks ago. written for kids, and Lord of the Rings probably not. That, Line that, the Witch that's and the Wardrobe was adults. definitely written for kids, though. Line the Witch and Wardrobe was definitely written for yeah. kids, and there's magic but in that. But isn't the Line the Witch and the Wardrobe like, uh, I've heard that it's like a metaphor for some yeah, for for Christian, Christian stuff. Right, and, so and maybe Aslan, that's why it's Aslan like... and the Lion would have been... Sure, which a lot of C.S. Lewis stuff yeah, is almost that's like... How, yeah. But I think Tolkien probably at some level did that, too. I mean, they did meet. Those two met at a tavern, though. That was their part of the. What was the name of the Inklings? Was the name yeah, of the Lord but I mean, met? I don't know how much of a close cool. connection you can. You know, it's like Abraham Lincoln and Karl Marx wrote letters to each other. It doesn't did make they them, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, doesn't make them like interesting ideologically the same. <laughs> B- how about that? BFFs. Yeah, they were. Cont- they were. I don't know. They were yeah. BFFs. <laughs> no, I don't know, but they they knew of each other and they were had exchanged letters. I mean, in the world in World War Two, Stalin and. Everybody got along at least because they, the enemy of my enemy is my, my friend. friend. So. Sure, I mean it's not hard to make Hitler an enemy. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> is that folks? Are, is hey. that another statement? Hey, you hate <laughs> Hitler too? <laughs> we, ha, ha, Here we go, yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Stalin though too. Come on, dude. Bad dude. Yeah, there's people and you know. Dear Lord. Oh, awful. I mean, awful. There's no way to. He's not. Be- and people would be like, he's not better than Hitler. It's like, dude. That- <laughs> You know, people be like, oh, well, you know, it's like, right. no, dude. Well, there you go. Yeah, so we don't want to go down here. We're going to talk about, that's on our other show, the Jake and Jack pol- uh, politics. Oh, that, I, no, no, it, the conspiracy show, or Jake and Jack uh, conspiracy show. That actually sounds fun. That could be uh, yeah. a lot of fun, okay. actually. Yeah. I told you about my ghost my ghost podcast idea that I want to do, but I don't think it'll ever happen. There's not enough time in the day. There's so many interesting conspiracy theories. There's just not enough time in the day. Theories. Oh, and I want an excuse yeah. to travel to these places. This place is haunted. Let's go travel to the Stanley Hotel in uh, Estes Park, Colorado. It's haunted, allegedly. Uh, Estes Park Nikola, so Nikolai Tesla stayed there. Um, who else stayed there? Others. I, just, I don't want to die. So it's not like there are people being killed. I'm telling you, man. Estes, I, I scare Park, Colorado. I scare easily. Well, I know that's Very why you do easily. it. And we would have EMP meters. And we'd be like, <laughs> like this. We would have it, have it up. And <laughs> did you see that? You moved. You see that? No, I didn't hear it. Oh, here. Oh, let's do a, a, a reverse. A, a, let's let's reverse the language on it. <laughs> oh, let's play that backwards. I want a peanut butter sandwich. Did you hear it? <laughs> There's plain as day. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's. It would be great content. It's going off. Oh no. Egon, let's go. Right. <laughs> come on, Peter. Yep. Just don't let the EPA come and exactly. shut us down and release ghosts all over New York City. Ah, and then the mayor's gonna thank us. Okay. So there we go. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about mortal engines. Dun 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 dun. dun. Mortal engines. 